particular letter. I was truly stunned. It would be one thing if they had been angry about the failed response to the oil spill or concerned about the pending ecological disaster or frustrated with BP. There were plenty of real things to be upset about. But mad about a letter to the Ag Secretary? It was almost surreal. The White House had a sense of urgency about the wrong things. Politico noted that the president put his arm around Jindal as if he were giving him an earful. We were contacted by a national reporter in Washington who had been told the president was upset. The White House had clearly tipped off reporters to observe closely the greeting on the tarmac. Just as quickly as the president turned on his anger, he turned it off. Okay, press stunt over, what's next? The weather made flying by helicopter unsafe, so we drove to Venice in separate cars where we were meeting with local officials. That encounter with President Obama served as a reminder to me of why Americans are so frustrated with Washington. The Fed's focus on the wrong things. Political posturing becomes more important than reality. In Washington, they live by the motto, Perception is reality. They worry about things they shouldn't and fail to do those things that they should focus on. It's called core competence, or the lack thereof. Now, during the oil spill, some critics said I was being hypocritical because I believe in limited government and was also demanding more federal assistance. But they missed the point entirely. I'm not an anarchist. I believe government has a role, and at its most basic level, the role of government is to protect life, liberty, and property. Dealing with a disaster like the oil spill certainly fits the job description. I believe that part of the reason the federal government failed to respond effectively to the oil spill, and for that matter, five years earlier, during Hurricane Katrina, is precisely because government has become too big. By too big, I mean not only too expensive, but also our federal government has become too expansive and strayed too far from what should be its core competency. Today, we have the federal government in Washington trying to run car companies, banks, and our entire health care system. Rather than sticking to its core job of protecting America from all enemies foreign and domestic, protecting the life, liberty, and property of the American people. What we really need is for the federal government to do those things it should be doing with excellence and stop trying to take over pieces of the private sector that it has no business in and no reasonable chance of running well. The federal government's response to the oil spill was lackadaisical almost from the start. Shortly after the oil well blew, we asked federal authorities how they were going to prioritize and deploy resources to protect our shoreline. We grew frustrated when they would not adjust their plans to respond adequately to a crisis of this magnitude. We ended up writing our own plans with parish presidents and other coastal leaders who know the waters like the back of their hands. And some of the federal plans were, how can I say it, crazy. During that May 2nd meeting in Venice with the president, it became clear that some of the federal plans to protect Louisiana were dangerous. A senior Coast Guard official explained calmly that if the oil entered the marshes, the plan was to burn the marshes. What? How about some napalm? If you've never been to the Louisiana coast, it is far different than Daytona Beach. It's beautiful in a much different way, 
Our coast is populated with countless fragile marshes and estuaries, and is the home to numerous species of wildlife. More than a few people at the meeting commented that this sounded painfully similar to the quip by the American army official in Vietnam who said they needed to destroy the village to save it. We wanted more of an emphasis on preventing the oil from getting into the marshes in the first place and a greater sense of urgency. More important than the lack of workable plans, the federal government didn't even have the resources to carry out their plans. It became apparent very early on that there simply was not enough boom to protect our shoreline. Regulations required that local industry, ports, and even some defense facilities around the country maintain a certain amount of boom. It would make sense in this case with a lack of enough boom in the Gulf region to relax the rules around the country so boom could be redeployed to deal with this disaster. When you're fighting a war and you're a